guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. To wrap up this mini-series on resilience, we're going to look at health. It seems basic, but wow, it's a killer if you don't have it. Anyone? The ironic thing is that as I write this, I am extremely sleep-deprived. When this is published, we'll be on our second week camping, and with a little luck, we'll be in our favorite spot. But two of my boys are so super excited that they can't sleep. Meaning, I can't sleep. And I'm willing to bet that this is something you're familiar with. Maybe not the kids unable to contain themselves, but the sleep deprivation. Being too tired, too distracted, or too whatever to think about making an effort in your business today. So let's have a chat about how we can set ourselves up to push through while protecting our health. Hey, I'm Janice. And welcome to another episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew and let's get into today's episode. How do you run a business that makes it past the one-year mark or the 10-year mark without the benefit of good health? How do you continue to innovate, to problem solve, to deal with people who annoy you but pay your bills if you aren't in a good place mentally. Because really, I want to know, how do you enjoy life if you don't feel good? It's commonly accepted that a resilient leader takes care of herself, makes sure she has systems in place to maintain a decent level of mental and physical fitness. And those systems include having a routine and knowing what you like, what you will actually do, prioritizing yourself, and yeah, pushing yourself. Let's look at routines and what works for you. You might already know this, but usually, if it isn't scheduled, you probably won't do it. And if you don't like it, you won't do it. Unless you're Muhammad Ali, who once said that he hated every second of training, but decided to power through it and live the rest of his life as a world champion. But how many of us are like Ali? Maybe you are. Maybe you're one of those people who religiously work out, move your body for 30 minutes or more every day, and drink all the water, which is awesome and kudos. 
I am not that person. I struggle to fit in exercise because, well, I love to swim. I love to be in the water, and where I live in Canada, the lake is frozen for six to eight months, and it's packed in the summer. Our community pool has been closed for months due to the pandemic, and although I started strong with an online boot camp twice a week, well, that fell off. So right here, when I talk about exercise, I'm not preaching. I'm sharing, because I struggle. Brendan Burchard's book, High Performance Habits, How Extraordinary People Become That Way, spends quite a bit of time on health, as health ranks quite highly as a priority of high performers. So high, in fact, that it's the second base habit he discusses. It was when I took that test and read the book that I realized I really need to get this part of my life back into action, if you'll forgive the pun. The nice thing about summer and camping so much is that I'm able to get out for hikes or even just walks, and hopefully this trip I'll be swimming a lot. I find when I'm outside of my regular daily work routine, I have a new routine that involves being more active. The trick is to work it back into my regular daily routine. The other trick is to find something that I love to do, because I do love that feeling of being strong and accomplished after a workout. I understand how people can become addicted to that feeling, although I doubt I ever would. But it makes me feel like I'm able to conquer the tough things, and it gives me the energy to actually do it. And that's the key, raising the energy for you to continue on through the regular days and the extraordinary days that take more to get through. You know what else helps raise your energy? Food. Proper, nutritious food. Eaten regularly with water to hydrate. This also needs to be part of your routine and part of what you like. I personally love to cook. My other business revolves around cooking food and helping others both access and incorporate healthier eating into their lives. I love it. And I don't mean banning coffee and alcohol, all things sweet. I do believe in most things in moderation. I most certainly start every day with coffee while I journal. It makes me happy, like it's my treat for myself. And I don't mind a glass of wine with dinner or a beer to celebrate just being alive. You rarely come to my house without having something been baked, but with three boys, it's often demolished before too long. In between those treats are leafy greens, fruit, protein, and whole grains. I write a meal plan at the beginning of the week, get my groceries based on what I need to complete those meals, and I just don't buy processed things. If I don't buy them, no one's going to eat them. During the times when I don't eat properly and regularly, I can feel it. I have less energy. I rely more on coffee. I just don't feel like I have the brain cells to be creative, to put my head down and work. You know, to be awesome. I know what we like to eat. I know how to make it. And I know I have some low energy, low thought process fallback meals for the days that the schedule goes sideways and we need something healthy quickly. This may be new to you. And it might take some experimentation to find out what you like and what you don't like. It might require some time on Pinterest. Oh, did you know that Connections Coffee and Confidence is on Pinterest too? So while you're there researching recipes and meal plans to try, follow me for some extra inspiration. 
so it might require a session with a dietitian or a nutritionist. Most insurance plans will cover a session or two, and you might find the initial expense worth it in terms of the amount of guidance you receive and the time and hassle you save yourself from going it alone. Pay attention to how your body feels after a few days of adding spinach, a banana, or like three tablespoons of hemp hearts to your daily diet. Drink an extra glass of water or one less glass of wine. You don't have to go crazy with this. You just need to make sure you're fueling your body to work properly and small changes lead to more changes, which lead to feeling better. One of my clients has dedicated herself to working it every day. She had been doing it on her own for quite a while, but we ended up working together and we created a schedule that works for her. And the first thing every day is that time for herself. We formalized it. She works out and spends a few minutes in self-reflection, in self-education, before she starts her regular day. And I see the difference that this strong habit has made in her, even before we started working together. She's taking on more in her life and her business. She's getting new clients and feels happier about what she's accomplishing. And I'm excited because I see her setting herself up to accomplish so much more in the future. She has big plans and she's right now creating the energy and the habits that will take her there. You know what else she does? She meal plans and preps with her husband. She's taking care of her body and mind every day. This woman prioritizes herself. As her business grows, as employees or contractors are hired on, as the client list grows, those people will see someone who takes care of herself, someone who is trustworthy and responsible, who's to be respected because she respects herself enough to take a walk, take a vacation, or to simply set boundaries around what encroaches on her personal time. Someone who is able to value their health as an asset to their business, amongst other things, will role model and unconsciously set expectations for employees and the rest of her network to keep themselves healthy. Her children see their mom respecting herself enough to dedicate time to herself, and they'll grow up with the same habits because that's what's normal for them. She's being a role model to those who know her. I certainly admire her determination to do this for herself, as I do my other friends who are making working out part of their routines. As so many people have said, showing is better than saying, or some version of that. And as a further knock-on effect of a healthy and happy person interacting with clients is leaving a nice initial impression, especially if you're in the health and wellness field. Talk about congruency between your personal beliefs and your business. That's an excellent way to establish a trustworthy reputation and brand. Walking your talk is important. So you know yourself and your schedule. You've worked in a five-minute dance party every afternoon after lunch and yoga class before bed, things you like, and you've promised yourself you'll do. You've made good on prioritizing, keeping on, keeping on. What about those days when life has gone sideways? If you're like me, those are the days I fall off the exercise wagon. As Rachel Hollis says, what if you just don't break the promise to yourself? Pushing yourself to keep the promise to prioritize your health is critical. To tell you the truth, this is where I'm grateful for my morning habit of journaling. 
The days that I don't do a workout of any kind, not even a five-minute dance to Mr. Jones or Smooth or whatever strikes my mood, I know I've taken care of my mental health. That morning journaling sets me up for the day ahead. I know what I need to do to move towards achieving my goals and have focused on gratitude, so I feel a bit at peace. Although the endorphins that come from a solid chunk of exercise are hard to beat, health is not just the welfare of your physical body. Maybe it's a meditation before bed or when you get up. Maybe you pray and that brings you peace. Maybe you need the routine of making that coffee or walking the dog. Hello, proverbial two birds and a happy dog. Whatever it is that makes you happy, that gives you a few minutes of mental rest on the days that things are tough and nothing else quite works out, do that. You deserve a few minutes of rest, my friend. Take it. Know that you are worth it. But the next day, add an extra song to the playlist and boogie hard. And that's my take on health. There are a myriad of proverbs and sayings that I could apply, but I think you know them. Just like I think you know how important it is to take care of yourself. But it's that sometimes the practicalities of doing so are difficult to nail down. I hope that you've gotten some tangible strategies on fitting what you like into your routine, prioritizing yourself, and pushing yourself to make an effort to take care of yourself, even on the sideways days. The efforts you make now will enable you to bounce with the good times, wade through the tough times, and have enough life left in you at the end of it all to enjoy what you worked for. This episode wraps up my mini-series on resilience and leadership. The American Psychological Association defines resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress. And as much as it involves, quote, bouncing back, it can also involve profound personal growth. So basically, it means that resilience isn't a leadership skill only for global pandemics, but actually it's a part of successful everyday business management. I started a few weeks ago with an overview, complete with statistics and research on the entrepreneurial and SME trends in Canada, the US, and the EU. Since then, I've covered how having a vision, goals, and a strategy, knowing your strengths and facing weaknesses, knowing when you're getting in your own way and taking action to combat those habits, collaborating with others and keeping yourself healthy are traits that will help ensure you are one of the 45% of Canadian businesses that celebrate 10 years. If you've enjoyed this mini-series, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a review over on iTunes. And if you'd like for me to tackle another topic over the space of a few weeks, or if you totally hated this, I'd still like to know. You can send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. Just say it kindly, please. And I'd like to remind you that if you haven't already, please sign up for my email list at JaniceFogarty.com so I can let you in some extra information that I save just for my list subscribers. I'll leave the links in the show notes. And now I'm off to sneak in a meditation, which hopefully will lead to a nap. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. 
And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tools tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market